0: Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Father Greg. In today's episode, we have a homily for Sunday, November 14th, 2021. Let's begin with a reading from Mark's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of Our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings! Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place. But the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places, and there will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. The Gospel of Christ May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the spring of 2019, my wife and I marked our 25th wedding anniversary we celebrated with a family vacation, a seven-day cruise in the Caribbean. Now, we spent months planning every piece of that vacation, including where we would go, what kind of room we wanted to stay in, and what excursions we would do when we were in port. Needless to say that by the time we boarded the plane, everyone was pretty excited. It was a great week filled with quality time with my family, beautiful scenery, and adventure that we'll all remember for a very long time. For me, there's another part of that memory that was quite unexpected. It happened after breakfast on our last day, as we prepared to come home. Most of the other passengers had boarded the ship in Miami, but a small number of us had boarded in Barbados. This meant that on our last day, as we were packing our bags, most of the other passengers were off enjoying themselves in port. As we got ready to disembark, the ship seemed like a ghost town, and I recall the sound of a lone vacuum droning away somewhere off in the distance. I was struck by a profound sense of melancholy as I realized that the vacation that we had so eagerly anticipated was now coming to a close. I had anticipated many things about that trip, but that feeling took me by surprise. Of course, in retrospect, I still cherish the memories of that trip, especially considering the events of the last two years. All of this came to mind today as I read today's gospel reading. Today's gospel reading is very nearly at the end of Mark's gospel and is a continuation of the story that we heard last week. Jesus and the disciples had entered the capital city of Jerusalem for the last time before Jesus' trial. We are told that as they walked through one of the temple courtyards, one of the disciples commented on the beauty of their surroundings. In essence, Jesus replied, telling them not to get used to it, because it wouldn't be long before all that grand architecture would be turned into a mound of rubble. The disciples would have been shocked. The temple had been almost entirely destroyed during the Babylonian occupation, almost six centuries earlier. When the Israelites returned from their exile, they rebuilt the temple, erecting a rather modest building on the Temple Mount. Under the reign of Herod the Great, that modest temple got a major facelift. By some accounts, by the time that Jesus and the disciples were walking through the temple, it had been undergoing reconstruction for over 40 years. Imagine what it would be like for your church to undergo a 40-year reno project. That's not just a big reno, it's also a lot of money and hard work. For many in Jesus' day, it would have become a symbol of hope, and many would have been eagerly anticipating its completion. And it's in this context that the disciples heard Jesus utter the prediction that the entire thing would be torn apart brick by brick. Jesus' words must have seemed Utterly inconceivable. And to make matters worse, in roughly 35 years, Jesus would have been proven correct. In 70 CE, the Romans would almost completely destroy the temple. Today, the only thing left standing is a portion of the western wall of the temple measuring a few hundred feet in length. From our perspective, This might seem like ancient history. But the Israelites of Jesus' day would have been devastated. For many, the temple was not only a place of beauty and pride, it was also a national symbol of faith. Its loss would have been a profound wound for faithful individuals and for the entire nation alike. But before the Romans destroyed the temple, Jesus' disciples would be confronted by an even more painful wound the crucifixion of their beloved teacher. The disciples inquire as to when Jesus' predictions would come true. He responds by predicting even more tumultuous times, including things like wars, famines, and earthquakes, all of which may sound a little too familiar to our modern ear. Amid these warnings, Jesus cautions the disciples against being led astray by false teachers. The concern is that people would become so desperate that they would follow anyone, even if that person does not genuinely have their best interests at heart. Jesus' warnings continue beyond the scope of our text today. He goes on to predict that some of his followers will be beaten and brought to trial. He assures them that God's Spirit will be with them, not just comforting them, but also to speak wisdom through them. But what does this all have to do with you and I today? What practical application does this have for us in our own lives? I think that if we pause for a moment, finding ourselves in this text might be easier than you think. One of the recurring themes woven through the Gospel of Mark is that the disciples struggle to understand Jesus' teachings. Time and again, we read about the disciples responding to Jesus' teaching by scratching their heads in wonder. Today's reading is no exception. They repeatedly ask him for more information, to repeat, to explain. The disciples don't always understand, but they remain persistent, and in so doing, they offer us a role model for those times in which God's teachings are not always clear to us. Secondly, Jesus' predictions about the future serve as a reminder that life is not always static and unchanging. He describes these horrific events as birth pangs that will usher in a new way of being. As unwelcome as these events are, they are not permanent, nor are they the whole story. There are two important promises amid the doom and gloom. The first is that these tragedies are not permanent, and the second is that God will not abandon us to our own devices. God journeys with us through these difficulties. There is at least one more thing that I think we can learn from this text. This text describes Jesus predicting all kinds of apocalyptic events. Wars, famines, and earthquakes, to name just a few. For the last two years, people around the world have been living with, and through, a very similar and seemingly apocalyptic crisis called COVID-19. During that time, People of faith have responded with heroic resilience. Many have learned to adapt in ways that were previously unimagined. It has not been easy, but you have proven to be stronger than you may have ever realized. Never forget that. The task may seem overwhelming, but don't discount the fact That you are made in God's image and that God is willing to partner with you to do more than you ever thought possible. Let's pray. O Timeless One, you create all moments of our lives, giving each its meaning and its purpose. Strengthen us to witness continually to the love of Jesus Christ so that we may hold fast in times of trial even to the end of the ages. Amen.